This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Like the postman, he always delivers. We are not financial <laughs> advisors. You definitely have eggy buff. Might be a little bit of Wayne Lineker involved. And that's what makes this podcast the biggest in the UK. You put him on his ass. Sort of underwear situation. Bad technique. Oh, thanks, Dave. I've never seen a funeral director so happy. All I can see is goals that shouldn't have stood. I've been dreaming about it. No wonder the World Cup's in Qatar. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Peter Crouch podcast. With him, Peter Crouch, Chris Stark and Statman Dave are here as usual. And I'm Clive Tilsley, the stout in their lager. Back for the pod for a huge fee and already nervously looking through my script as to what else I've got to say. But I'm glad to be here. I think what's amazing is Clive has obviously commentated on some of the biggest finals in football ever. And then there's this, Mm. which is sort of our final. And Dave, it's your first time, obviously, uh, doing a sort of end of series thing on this podcast. It's almost... I don't know if you'd agree, Crouchy, a bit of an initiation for Dave as well. I find it, Dave. It's been good so far. So, final podcast of the series. Obviously, we're going to make this a special one. We've got loads planned for you today. A momentous occasion. We're here in a Brewdog pub, which took the first, the very first delivery of the Laut earlier today. We've also got a few guests with us. Um, sort of people that have maybe contributed throughout the series to the podcast. So welcome along everyone in, in the building. <laughs> so to kick this off, obviously it's a very special episode because it's our end of series and we've got a few friends with us. I also know Crouchy, it's your anniversary today sure. as well. Why are you bringing that up? And it's, it's lovely that you could treat Abs to such a wonderful... <laughs> is this how it always is, Abs? Or... To be fair, though, to Pete, I actually forgot it was our anniversary today. Because I, don't, I know the date of our anniversary, but I didn't know it was today. Um, so actually, you're in the wrong. I'm so, in the so, wrong. So, so, so I, I actually can't complain. So I don't that. feel I mean, bad. <laughs> I don't feel bad about bringing her here to this event. <laughs> <laughs> so, but well, what I, I wanted to check was that you haven't sold this as, like... So tonight we're going out in London. Oh, no, he did. Oh, he, he did. did? Yeah, so I obviously picked the kids up from schools. Meet me in London, meet me after work, doing something great tonight, and I'm here in wherever we are. Yeah, you do, you're not sure this. where you are, are you? No! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Have you had well, a, little, to brood on. a little sip of the loot? Yeah. I have. It's, it's nice. It's like a fizzy irony drink. <laughs> <laughs> We need, we need to make a song out of that. <laughs> it's a fizzy irony dream. <laughs> Happy anniversary. I mean, you. you've played this extraordinary, Pete. The there's nowhere, you there's nowhere you'd rather be, is there, really? Let's be honest. You're sat next to Clive Tilsley. Yeah. Legend of commentary. Is this the best anniversary you've ever had? Um, no. <laughs> I'm just going to grin and bear it tonight, really. Yeah. 
Good. And that's the, <laughs> that's the experience we're looking for. It's incredible. Um, please let us know if you attempt a Crouchy anniversary <laughs> and it goes horrendously wrong. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, so back to the event. We've got a couple of massive kegs of the Laoud for our podcast party. We've got a load of friends with us that are going to be making their way through it. And um, yeah, we're going to do the first tasting of the Laou. It's a very exciting moment, boys, isn't it? What's amazing is people listening to the podcast also able to buy that Laou and get it delivered to their house like this. Crouch, are you happy with uh, the can? Well, I've explained before, Chris, I'm not too happy with the can, no. Chris looks all right, but he's masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you give with one hand, you take with the other. (laughs) Another listener who played a crucial role in making this happen is Simon. Who designed the can? Crouchy in his underpants. Right, so I've seen Simon looking over my right shoulder here. And um, talk me through it, Simon. I feel like we've got off on the wrong foot, really, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> are you, I mean, you obviously, you know, it's an amazing design, but like, uh, what, what did What's you... What's with the pubes? I'm just, well, like, am I, I'm not a hairy man. No. So when I was running, I was running while I was listening to the podcast, you see, and I was trying to incorporate as many podcast bits and bats that I could do and I could have just done a golden black half and half can but I just knew it wouldn't have the the impact the impact and I wanted to do something that had the energy and the fun of the podcast Simon can you confirm what my hand is doing with your creative mind <laughs> to be fair when when I'm drawing it or illustrating it I was trying to pick out points that had a point to talk about yeah I know it might get mentioned on the podcast so I knew that that looked like your hand might be near your pelvic region. Yeah, send myself off. But it's obviously supposed to be pouring a pint, holding a pint glass with a pump. Yeah, like you say, it's a talking point, isn't it? That's and great. It's great. And how are you feeling about seeing it as an actual drink? Just mental, isn't it? To be honest, you know, sat here drinking something that, as Peter mm. said, I doodled in my room. It's like we do this podcast. We sit in the corner of, of a pub. And we say things, and then everyone that listens piles in and sort of brings it to life. And that's what you did, Simon, with this can, is it, you just sent it in, and now we're all sat around talking Drinking about something it. that's actually... Right, it's just, been a proper team effort. it's quite good as well, which, you know, unbelievable. Mm. It's good. All right, Simon, thank you so much. Thank you. Is there, is there anything you'd like to say to everyone listening? Is there, is there any sort of speech you want? No, moment? not particularly. Just, no. you know, go out and buy it and you know, enjoy it. And... <laughs> Take loads of photos and CC me in. And, yeah. You know. yeah. So anyone who wants to can buy the cans, but we're about to get a draft pint thanks to the Beer Whisperer. Go on, the Beer Whisperer. Beer Whisperer, can we have a quick chat with you? Absolutely. Thanks for having me back. That's pleasure. a pleasure, mate. Because no, do you know what? You've, you've, this is an idea that came about from this podcast Cheers. and you've actually made it happen. So I'd like to, to thank you for that. Well, it wasn't just me. It was the Beer Wizard up at HQ and, and the whole team. Um, so I'd like to thank the whole BrewDog team for helping pull this off. It's been a long time coming. And it's amazing to see the cans out there and have the beer pouring on tap. And pretty nice to enjoy it with you. Are you telling me that this, this is going to be on draft, this stuff? Yeah, this is, this is fresh out the keg. I'm really happy with how it's come together. We, we did a lot of hard legwork um, in that previous pod, tasting all those beers and getting the blend just right. And I think we've managed to kind of distill that down into the into the glass here. Crouchy, I think it's only right. Your name is above the door here. Do you want to take the first sip? It's Peter Crouch, this man who used to play football for England. No, really, he did. He's got more goals for England than Gary Neville. But this is the pinnacle of his career. This may be as good as Peter Crouch's career gets. This is fucking amazing, Clive. Yeah! 
Yes, come on. Cheers to that. It's, it's real. Paddy, you've done some pretty tough stuff in your career so far. How yeah. tough was this assignment? Um, it was pretty hard to get this one right, but only really because Crouchy's specifications were so exacting. You know, he, there was not a lot of wiggle room. Um, you know, most relationships are kind of give and take, but with, with him and designing Very demanding. this beer, Yeah, it was all take, take, take. I think we managed to nail uh, what, what he wanted and get it in the glass. We got Ugh. the crispness of the lager, the refreshment, mm. you know. It's a hot day beer. It's a summer's beer, which is mm. good because it's sunny and summery here. So it's a beer you can have on a hot summer's day. It's a beer you can have after a match. Refreshes you, but you've got that little chocolatey, malty nuttiness mm. of a stout. So I think we managed to combine those two. We're pretty happy with that. But you know what? I'm not, like, I probably won't get the opportunity to make a beer again. Yeah, not with us. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, but, but you I, I won't need to. Be to right. I'm you? like, you're making me out to be like Mariah Carey. Like, I just wanted like a nice. I want it to be. No, but it is right. Correct. No, you've done the right thing. Yeah. It's it's better we do it. We always say it's with a podcast. We do it properly. If we're going to do it, we will do it properly. Do it, that's that's what you've done. Yeah. No, no half measures. No, I'm re- I'm really pleased with it. So, I, I, yeah. thanks a lot. So, if you want to join in and experience the taste sensation that is the laout, Dave, what have you got to do? You've got to go onto the BrewDog website, brewdog.com forward slash laout. Yeah, so we should say at this point, we've only produced a limited number of cans, so you've got to be quick on this. It's one of those. It's like Bitcoin, you know. It's, you've got to be in now if you <laughs> Bitcoin, want in. No, Bitcoin's crashing. Oh, is it crashing? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> invest in laout rather than Bitcoin. That's what we're saying. <laughs> we are not financial advisors. At least it's something you can see. And I think it's going to be great. Like, we see so many people sending pics to us on socials when they're out of a, of a weekend and celebrating things and they're making the drinks themselves with whatever ingredients they have around them. I think what's going to be great is if you can get hold of these cans and enjoy them. Maybe you're part of a football team or maybe you're just using them for pre-drinks, whatever. Send us photos, videos, make sure you tag us in. I think it'd be great to see the low get out there, won't it, in the real world? Even now, like I'm looking around and people are sipping... Loads <laughs> as if it's normal. <laughs> it's mind blowing. I think it's fair to say it's been a massive team effort since we started talking about this. The only reason this is really happening is because you guys have got involved and made songs and made adverts and have really bought into the ridiculousness of this. Because as much as it's cool, it is also, if we're being honest, it's totally ridiculous. And uh, one of my favourite things about this journey and making the low, I'm sure you boys will agree, is the fact that. People have been making songs and we're going to do a couple of these throughout the podcast because we like a bit of music on the end of series, don't we? Uh, yeah, I think it makes it. You know, and some of the videos that we've had sent in of people um, creating songs uh, have been absolutely phenomenal, like mind-blowing, really. It's mad. You, you load up Twitter and bang, there's a new song. And it gets you pumped in the morning. You know, sometimes when you wake up, you feel a little bit drowsy. A loud song comes on and you are ready for that day. I just can't believe the creativity of some of these, some of these yeah. songs, you know? Like, we started, obviously, the Mike Dean song I thought was phenomenal. But then, you know, people have gone out and done a Laut song and, you know, put it to different types of tracks. Yeah, totally. Let's introduce Nathan to the podcast right now. This was one of our favourite songs. Nathan, you created it. It was all your idea. You sent it in. We found it very funny. But you're standing here today and I believe you're going to perform it. Welcome along. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. You're right, Nathan. Yeah. Brilliant. What, what yeah. do you do for a living then? Like, explain the context, because this must be weird right uh, now, right? Absolutely weird, yeah. Yesterday I was quality testing aerospace parts to make sure that they work properly and distributing them around the world, so... Which uh, do you prefer? Uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> we were listening to one of the other songs that had been on the pod previously, and I was like, 
shall we do one to Moss and Harry? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like thinking, he makes me listen to England songs over and over again. So we use the other version. Oh, the Dizzy and Corden. Dizzy and Corden ah. version. Because he listens to it as an England song. The process was like, we, we heard it and I went, uh, yeah, that'll do. And like bang, and we recorded it and we sent it in. So. All great artists work that way, don't they? Some of the greatest songs are Some of the greatest in... songs on earth have, have started from that, from that process. And, you know, here you are now, but, you know, who knows where this is going to lead. I think we let you have your moment now. And yep. Nathan, from all of us, we'd just like to say thank you for your service. You're about to perform for Peter's lovely wife and family there and an assortment of my friends, various other people that have come along for this special recording. Yep. And this could be a moment. This is Nathan uh, with his cover of Tears for Fears or Dizzy and Corden, depending on which way you look at it. Alexa, resume. Slout. Loud, lager and stout. The Brewdog Beer Wizard knows what we're about, so come on. We're talking to Come, come on, have a loud if you think you're parched enough. Loud, loud, lager and stout. The Brewdog Beer Wizard knows what we're about, so come on. We're talking to you. Come on, have a loud if you think you're parched enough. Yeah! Oh, my word. <laughs> what a Nathan. Oh, we're off to a flyer. Wow. <laughs> So we promised at the start of the series to give away Crouchy's England Man of the Match champagne to the person who passes the pod in the most ingenious or effective way. And now it's time to actually give that bottle away, Crouchy. All good with you? It's all good. We've had people passing the pod in public toilets, um, you know, in various different ways in public toilets, in fact. Um, Postman adding it to letters, supermarket workers putting podcast messages onto orders containing pancakes, there's been so I've enjoyed, many I've good enjoyed ways. Recently, I've enjoyed the vans with the um, past the, the pod. The dirty in. Like, vans. Usually, it's like my, you know, my wife's filthiness. That's usually the <laughs> yeah. um, the tag. If you think this is dirty, you should you see my wife. This is dirty. Sort of yeah, that kind of stuff. Boring. Past the pod in the dirty van. It's, it's going really well. Yeah, it's a serious campaign. Clive Tilsley just looking on in absolute <laughs> I don't horror. Think he knows where he is. It's just a career life. Of Clive. Just, if you think this is dirty, you should see my wife in front of Clive Tilsley. They <laughs> <laughs> just turn around. And look Sometimes at me. silence is golden in yeah, commentary. I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> but we have done some work though, Chris. You know, we've actually narrowed it down to our favourite people that have passed the pod uh, and got in touch. Shall we start with the nominations, Crouchy, for you? Yes, yes. Lovely. So first up, Marcus Wyatt. Um, who, of course, was part of the GB skeleton team. He sent a photo of how he was passing the pod on his skeleton. Yeah, this was, this was amazing, wasn't it? We saw it, like, I think he was putting it on his, on his board and obviously slides down at a ridiculous speed. And possibly you said, I think, it was one of your stats was the fastest ever passing of the pod. Yeah, Dave. look, we, we've, we've talked about the highest, we've talked about the fastest, and I think, for me, this is a good one. Dave, can we get another nomination? We've got another one this time from uh, Callum um, Shipton. Um, I was on a cruise ship in a jacuzzi and end up uh, by passing the pod to everyone in the tub. We're all getting along until one of them said, Eggy Boff first to leave. 
Uh, over the course of three hours, we were asked to leave multiple times before they drained the tub. Eventually, one lad gave in, got out, followed by him, buying the round. Yeah, like, I mean, this, this, this reminds me of good memories, the Eggy Boff stories. You've broken the seal on Eggy Boff, though, because I've heard other footballers now going on podcasts and they often get asked about Eggy Boff. It's... And then they, they add in their own stories, a lot of which I think you were involved in. Well, they've been teammates. But it's been a, it's a legend, like the players before me had it and, you know, it was passed down at a, a young age to me at Tottenham. And um, it's just carried on and I'm seeing it moving through young players now and it's, it's you know, I feel, it? I feel pride. I feel pride in that. I can't imagine Kevin De Bruyne doing Eggy Boff for some reason. Oh, you'd be surprised. You'd really be surprised. I think the, what's the age that you've brought into this? Like, is it 17? Is it 21? Like, a, when do they sit you down and say, Eggy Boff is a real thing here? It's a youth team kind of scenario um, and you'd think you'd grow out of it but I can assure you you don't <laughs> I think they've got regulations to stop that now yeah, yeah potentially so. yeah yeah it's, just, it's a different game now Clive kids. have you ever eggy boffed your wife uh, not in the game sense but you definitely have eggy boffed oh. <laughs> <laughs> so eggy boffed the, the, the name of it derives from something that smells so bad that you can't go near it so imagine a Boff of egg. So basically, like, if you're eggy boff, if you move first, you're eggy boff, you'd be like, oh, God, don't go near him. So that's where it, the origin, that's where it comes from. We need um, Susie Dent to do it as word of the day. Yeah. Do you remember when we got her to do shithouse as word yeah, of the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, uh, have you ever been so close to just calling someone a shithouse on commentary? Twat is my... <laughs> twat. That's... You got near to a twat. Oh, I think be... every commentator should be allowed one fuck per season. Mm. You have to use it, great one. You have to use it very, very carefully. Ra- rather like a cricket captain decides on the review, Crouchy does one of his bicycle kicks and it goes in the top corner. You've then got to ask yourself, is that my fucking hell for the season or yeah. shall I keep it back? Yeah, you do because you might yeah. miss a real, like, Aguero moment. Yeah. Like, so that would have been, yeah. Martin Tyler would have gone, fuck! <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> You'll never see this again! Yeah. <laughs> Clive Tilsley's getting one fuck per season, everyone. All right, guys, I've got another uh, nomination from Ian, uh, which is a fantastic name. I'm so pleased that Ian's got in touch. You're right, because they were dying out, and then... There's Ian's everywhere. It's crazy, because I saw, I read something, which is now like Ian's, it's a popular name. I think it's coming back. I mean, it was dying out, but I think now, like, it's reviving it. I feel like in some some small part, we've had an influence on that. I hope so. Absolutely chumbawambered it. Ian says, I told my mate about the podcast. I just told him. Nothing special, really. But if I win the champagne, Crouchy can keep it. It's only right and proper. That's a beautiful thing from Ian. Um, Because he knows that I'm not too pleased about giving it away, really. It's a man of the match champagne. You might have been commentating, Clive. It's it's an England game. Yeah, England Uh, and Dory. You stole it from Theo Walcott. Yeah, but... um, (laughs) Yeah, that might be true. Uh, um, yeah, we've got we've got this anyway, and, and that's a nice thing to say for me. He needs it means a lot to me, you know. And, yeah, it's a uh, little I don't bit really want to give it away from Ian Nunn there, isn't it? it? I think it's parched, yeah. a potential Peter Parching. What about Alfie, Chris? Yeah, I, I like this. I think it's a good nomination, Alfie Parnell. Hello, and uh, he was the first person to design T-shirts with names on the back for his lad's holiday to Krakow. This is one of my favourite stories in the series. I think we can all agree. So the background is we asked Joe Cole and Crouchy to pick a few managers that they'd like to go on holiday with. 
Let me, let's go through it. Like, Sven's getting the ladies, right? Redknapp's got stories for days. Ancelotti the same. Avram's a lunatic. Joe Carl was there. I was there. Ten Hag's your mate that you don't know anything about. It could be a wild card. Could be, like, carnage. Could be boring as fuck. And then uh, Rafa Benitez, just to round things up and go, lads, we need to go home now. We need to just to organise sort of everything on the stag. So it works really well. Yeah, and uh, we put the picture up on the socials and a lot of people were loving it. It's just, it was so amazing to see it happen. Have we had a reaction from Joe Cole yet? We need to, we need yeah, to try to get that. Yeah, I was oh, with him today. You? Yeah, I was with him today. Has he seen it? I've, seen, I've showed him it. He was flabbergasted. He, he didn't think it would happen. Yeah. Um, he couldn't believe that it would actually happen. And uh, he's desperate to, to know what exactly is happening on the stag do. So he needs updates regularly, he's, he's told me. So boys, a few nominations there. Alfie Parnell, Callum Shipton, Ian Nunn, Marcus Wyatt, some great stories. Crouchy, choice is yours. Now, I've got to go with Alfie Parnell. Um, I feel like he's organised a lot of stuff there. He's gone on a stag do with all those people, like with the names on the shirts and, you know, pray for him because I hope he, oh, they all come back safe. But, I'd like to award him the champagne when they, on their arrival back into the UK. Back I hope they the spray it around the airport and everything. That'll be a real... Get out, give it to Avram and let him spray it around. Give it to Avram. So we've just given Crouchy's champagne away. We've also got an update on the mankini that we gave to listener Jay, the loser of his fantasy football leagues and aware of bikini to the darts this summer. Yeah, so Tom is the unfortunate victim and we're going to make him dress up like that. He's asked us to decide what fancy dress theme the rest of the group should follow. Clive, any themes? Commentators. Uh, 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 yeah, we all dress a little differently. Thank mercifully. I do you not think... like the idea of a chicken being slaughtered live at the darts by Mike <laughs> Dean? <laughs> I love that idea, Chris. I'm just not sure that's going to happen. Get a conga going, couldn't you, with the, the chickens at the front, Mike Dean? But you know how the chickens walk down? And then my well, stands on the stage them. and slaughters yeah. one of them. It'd be phenomenal. Or just slightly barbaric. Definitely could have gazelle. A the false, crowd would go mad. False gazelle. Okay. You could have yeah. a false gazelle. I don't deny for a second the crowd will love it, but I just don't think we'll get it through. So I think how that would work I is every one of your group try is... to dress up like Peter Crouch on the can. Genius wow. move. That is it. That is big. And if you haven't got stubble on your upper thigh, then you'll just have to draw it. Like, like me? Yeah. I haven't got stubble on my... We need, I, we need Abby on this, I'm afraid. Oh, she's gone. She, she's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually gone. <laughs> Anniversary's too high. <laughs> Chumbawamba and all that, it's all fine. Oh, I chumba, I've chumbawambered many a time. You're going to have a major chumbawamba tonight, I feel. Um, so, I think that's a genius shout so everyone dress like crouchy on the can of low so a mike dean slaughter's chicken shirt a little pink uh sort of underwear situation lipstick. and headphones it's lipstick isn't it the good news is we're just confirming arrangements with the pdc about getting tom and his mates on stage which i think could be <laughs> an amazing moment hi This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 
Good news, everyone. We've been joined by the man who can be credited with starting off the low jingles that everyone's been making and posting on social. What a legend. Sam Hart is here. Hi, Sam. Sam Hart. Wow. So, Sam, you produced the first jingle that we heard on the podcast this series. Yeah. Talk us through everything that's happened. Well, well, it's been a whirlwind, to say the least. Um, So, yeah, it just sort of one Sunday playing cricket, uh, trying to pass some time in the field. I was going through songs, did a bit of salt and pepper, push it and things like that. And then, then let's get loud, like let's get loud comes into my head and I'm down at 45 and the one, I'm going, let's get loud. And then I just stand there and go, hang on, let's drink loud, put it together, let's drink loud. It's a lager and a stout, sorted. Didn't record it till the Monday, had a break during, so I'm a funeral director. Right. And um, so, Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. <laughs> There's not many Chumbawambas at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've had to go to a church and um, I've, I've done what I need to do so I've gone back out to the car so I was, hold on so, so sorry you you're, just, you're, in a, you're in a funeral thinking about Jennifer <laughs> Lopez going, let's drink loud <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a sombre version so yeah so I've, I've taken the service sheets into the church and then I've come out uh, got back into the car and I was like right so it's family business I was like I can't go straight back to the office I'll um I'll just record the jingle. So that's when I recorded the voice note. The, you right. recorded it in a hearse? No, no. <laughs> no, in a Ford Galaxy, not in a hearse. Can you can imagine, you imagine yeah, if it was yeah. in the hearse? The coffin in the back. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's drink that. Let's drink that. So yeah, so recorded it, sent it off, thought, oh, I won't hear anything back. And then I was driving to work uh, on the Wednesday that it was put out and like, stopped at traffic lights and just see my phone go ping, 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 ping. And it's like all these different people going... Right, I'm listening to the podcast, listening to the podcast. So I was like, right, got to get that straight on. But I'm still getting people now who are saying, right, have I just heard you on the podcast because they're behind. And now you're here, like... Yeah, it's mental. It's like, put the song in, I thought, right, brilliant, it's been on the podcast, great. To then get an email saying, what are you doing on this Wednesday? Cancelled two funerals, sorted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've got got to be there, sorry. I'm going to see Crouchy, someone else can do it. Um, Wow. So, no... I got cover. My dad. I, as soon as I told my dad, he was like, "Right, I will cover you. You go see Crouchy. You can't let this go. Oh, you man, can't miss this." So good. So here's what happened, Sam. So what we did is we took your song and we just thought it was so special. We wanted to try and elevate it to the highest level we could. Yeah. So both Crouchy and I contacted J Lo nice. and relevant people around yeah. her. And you would not believe how many emails, how how much has been sent, and and and. Uh, there's messages that were going back and forth. Now, sadly, Jennifer Lopez can't be here tonight. Me, me and Crouchy and Dave, we had a chat and we were like, what can, what can we do next? So um, we managed to find the best J-Lo tribute act in the UK and bring them here tonight to make your, make your song a reality. Unbelievable. Give it up for Bethany, everyone. Where do we start with this? Um, I don't want to say your second choice because you're not. Obviously, we did go for J Lo first. I truly am, and you should just be honest about but that. But that's the nature of being a tribute artist, I guess, isn't it? Yes, that is. I'm <laughs> Southeast London's best alternative, I'd say. Yeah. That's funny because we had Andreas Iniesta, and he was from South London as well. So is that a thing in South London? 
I don't think we're known for <laughs> it. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's our biggest industry or yeah, export. Yeah. Stephanie, would you say it's? Uh, how does this rate in terms of bookings? Strangest? As far as J Lo goes, this is definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Normally, it's just sort of auditioning as J Lo. This is pretty niche. Yeah. Right. Um, and how have you come to be here today? One of my friends actually listens to the podcast and heard about the fact that you needed someone to sing this J-Lo song. Coincidentally enough, I'd auditioned for her for a 90s pop musical and for the audition I sang J-Lo Let's Get Loud because let's be honest, it's a bop. Mm. And it just we always used to laugh about it, it really stuck with us that that's what I sung and then she contacted me and was like, they need someone to sing J-Lo Let's Get Loud and it's the obvious choice. It really is. Wow. I'm so excited you could be here. And then... I also want to introduce everyone, we'll reintroduce everyone, I guess, to my good friend, always steps up, majestic, yes, mate. Uh, the joker in your pack. Every time you uh, need something, I'm here, and I? Always, always. <laughs> whenever, whenever we want to make a show, Crouchy, it's like, first call, majestic. Yeah. Always ends up being a bit last minute, if I'm honest, but that's cool. But we always come through. We always come through. Like the postman, he always delivers. Obviously, you're massive now. Like everyone knows you, but you still give me time, and you still, whenever this podcast needs you, step up. And Crouchy, you've become a big fan of Madges now. Yeah, right? no, huge fan, huge fan. And I, like, like I said, the, the DJ, uh, DJ like MC Neat thing, that was something that you know I grew up with. I went to Iron Apple, and that was not like that tune. So for you to do that, like, and personalize it to the pod was phenomenal. I still play it now. So we've obviously got funeral funeral directors jogging on work today. Uh, I'm going to tell you who I've jogged on today. Yeah, Chase on. Status. Really? I was supposed to be doing an interview with Chase Status today. I've moved it to tomorrow. <laughs> so Crouchy is stuck. He come before Chase Status. Totally. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. And then I literally have had no sleep because yesterday, yesterday I was in Ibiza performing with Craig David uh, and come straight back off the plane. No sleep in the studio. Literally wrote this. It's nuts. All day. We've been WhatsApping each other all day, like, <laughs> and it genuinely, you, I, I know because you were messaging when you were at the airport last yep. night, very late last night. You were worried. I, I I've was always worried. come through. I've never ever let you down, but you were definitely worried. But I'm really pleased you. Can uh, how are you feeling, Sam? Like you got obviously majestic. Like, is as wrote as it sort of changed I, your. When your I got shape. the call off, I didn't think it would go to quite this level. Mm. I thought it'd be like, come on, you're gonna go, you're gonna sing three lines of let's drink loud and then go home so this is just ridiculous i've so, never i've never seen a funeral director so happy <laughs> mate honestly clive the amount of people that go to me you're a funeral director but you're so smiley it's not ideal but yeah. you know we work with it <laughs> yeah I, i'm not having him no ideal. No. all right then enough of the chat here we go please give it up for our very own j-lo and the uk's finest majestic <laughs> Turn it up, turn it up. Peter Crouch Podcast, the grand finale. J-Lo's in the building. Everyone sing. Let's drink a lot. Let's drink a lot. It's a lot around. It's a Majestic's back in it's series six. Let's get loud, but it's the remix. The boys are back, yeah, Stucky and Crouch. Has anyone asked if JLo's about? Oh, well, a straight no from JLo. Let me ask Camilla Cabello. She was ready to be like the loud, and then her manager figured us out. All right, let's start again. Jump on the call with the Baja men. Feels like no one wants to back loud. I think we need a new manager bounce. Loud, loud, what's it about? Is it a lager? Is it a stout? Come on, 
Since that man Dave, he's making stats look sexy. Down your drink when he says HG. By crouching the pods on the roll, top of the charts, top of the polls. A hundred clubs that risk no goal. Charge at a free kick like Joe Cole. The pub came back from a slumber. Ain't going down, chumba wumba. Buying bling from HM Samuel. He went over his ankle. Jeff Shreves, what's going on? The myth, the legend, the FIFA don. Staying on. And now it's time for the goose shit Loosen our beats with a bottle of grey goose Forget about Pep Guardiola Wayne Lineker and Corona The season's done, it's off to Spain Fun in the sun with Uncle Wayne The last game's at the end of school Drop a bomb like Jermaine Wayne's in the pool Absolutely class. I've got to give it out, everyone. Bethany, our brilliant Jalen. And I say this every time: unrivaled, world class, the UK's finest, majestic. Let's go. Follow that, and we can. They've already covered a lot on this uh, podcast so far. We've got one more special performance to come, but not before Statman Dave pulls out his party trick. It's a party trick that's taken a bit of time. Majestic's not slept in two days. I've not slept in seven. I've been watching every single goal that Crouchy scored to get to the 100 Club over and over again. Different angles, different mediums. I've been dreaming about it. Dave, have you actually gone through my, my 100 and whatever goals? We're, we're looking at the 100 Club. We focus in on the hundred club. I, I, I can't. I'm, I, am I in it or not? Like, hold on. No, no, no. You can't just. You can't just spunk no, it out all it like over with. Chris. <laughs> what? What this is about? If you are new to this podcast, is there is a slight suspicion that if you go back and look at all of Crouchy's goals, that he might not be in the hundred club. Yeah, so but like, let, let's be honest with this right now, right? I am in the 100 Club. It's in the record. You're block. in for now. Yeah, it's, no, but it's, it's in there. It's in the books, right? You can't change that now. Clive, you're a stat man. You know, it's in the books, right? It, these are trying to take away. I'm not. You are. I'm not. You are. I'm, I'm, not I'm a great all. fan of the Dubious Goals Committee, uh, and they, they have the final ruling. Crouchy, I'd love nothing more than for you to be in the 100 Club. It's, you know, it's better for our podcast that you are in it. Yeah. So, but it's right that we're on the right side of history with the truth. And the thing is, Dave, you've obviously looked into every goal. Yep. It's a funny one, this one, isn't it? Because Crouchy hasn't really signed up to this. He, he's happy for there to not be a debate. But I think it's important we the, do this. My, my issue with it, Dave, is that I know... <clears throat> I, all I can see is goals that shouldn't have stood. So I know there's a handball against Arsenal. There's another handball against Swansea. Um, I, it's a foul against Man City. There's, 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 is, there's issues with some certain goals. I can't think of any that I should have been given. That's 105. Then. Exactly. So I'm worried. 
No, to be honest, we looked at those. The Arsenal one yeah, was big. Blame. I didn't think it was on ball. I, I gave you that. The City one, Gareth Barry, <laughs> you put him on his arse. You really did put him in his arse and then you, you, you banged in one of the greatest goals we've seen in the Premier League. Yeah. I also so think was, it, are you saying it was a foul? No, I think he was weak. I think Gareth Barry was weak. Oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't want this to be a, a staty parching. I don't want this to be... <clears throat> yeah, well, there's a look, slight suspicion here. Stathousery. Is it no, stathousery? It is a, well, it is a, you've, you're a stat man. You can see the blue paper here, right? We've got blue paper with, I've literally watched every single goal. But it's not about me, it's about whether you're in the 100 Club. And, um, and that's the big question that's almost riddled this podcast. Mm. Is it a bed of lies that we lie on? Should Crouchy really have the lifestyle that he has? <laughs> yeah. Should, you know, should Abby really view you the way she does? Like, is she actually going out with a fraud? <laughs> Chris, we're still married to a fraud. We're going to be able to answer that right now today. So, Crouchy, mm. there was one potential offside. Goal 11 in the Peter Crouch career. But I have looked multiple angles and we're okay with signed off. So signed your off, Southampton goal signed off, Peter Crouch. Let's go. Liverpool is next. When I say Liverpool, is there anything that you are in fear of? Is there anything you're thinking that is... A problem right now. Yeah, there was a couple. Um, there was one against Shea Given, I think, that went out, potentially didn't go over the line, but I think it did. It's fairly fundamental, that. Mm, I think it did. No, I, I'm, I'm quite confident. You're not. What about the first goal, the 19th goal of your career in the Premier oh, League? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, yeah, I talk, me through the, talk me through the goal. No, I struggled to get off the mark for a long time um, at Liverpool. And I've just been signed after Liverpool won the Champions League. So I need to deliver quickly. And I very much didn't. So yeah, then there was a, a game against Wigan. And I uh, hit this shot. It's hit someone else. And then always remember it, Mike Pollitt palmed it into his own net. So it was basically I was the third last person to touch the ball. Um, and they gave it to me. So Ian Dizou was the defender. Yeah. He used the long barrier. Bad technique? No, I, don't, I mean, he, he wasn't expecting me to shoot from there. I haven't scored from there ever. So um, he probably wasn't expecting it. Took a deflection, then Mike Pollitt, own goal. So we, we've, we've spoke to FIFA. Um, we spoke, spoke to FIFA, to FIFA We've spoke to the Premier League. We've really gone into a serious level of detail. And, and FIFA pointed me to a, uh, a 1997 decree they put forward, which was FIFA issued a detailed guidelines for crediting own goals. They recognised an increased commercial importance of statistics, such as the top goal scorer and fantasy football. That's FIFA's like rule. That's, that sounds mental. No wonder the World Cup's in Qatar. <laughs> but the guidelines state that the credit for scoring is decided by the referee or match commissioner. Which moves on to the dubious goals panel. Chris, you described them once as football's uh, faceless men. Faceless men, yeah. An Illuminati that exists to shatter Peter Crouch's dreams. As a rule, um, they go down the line of, if, it, if the initial attempt is goal-bound, it is credited to the player making the goal attempt. 
Clive's looking at you like a proud son right now. It's, it's an amazing thing to see. So, Dave, have they taken it off me? Are you taking it off me? We've spoke to FIFA. We've built an AI. We've done a lot of work on this. <laughs> He's amazing. And I can say today, with a 95% accuracy, that the shot was going to hit the target, yeah, Crouchy. So yeah. you have got the goal! Oh, well done, Crouchy. Oh, hey, oh. oh that's, that's, that's a real relief for me. Um, I, I, I'm worried that it's potentially not 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 right, but I'm going to go with it. No, but it's, it's there. The stats are there. It's there, it's in technology. The last little thing, though, that I touched on when I was going through the goals, we speak about Parch in quite a negative way on this podcast. From goal 95 to 100, Charlie Adam, Parched, was directly involved in four out of the six goals. I, I totally agree with you. Like, Parched, or Charlie, as we used to call him, <laughs> um, was phenomenal. Like, a real, like so honestly, his left foot was a wand. Um, like, probably a mo- one of the most underrated players that I've ever played with. Um, technically gifted, honestly. He genuinely was. And he created most of my goals. And I loved it when he was in the team because he always looked forward. He was one of those players that, instead of receiving the ball, just giving it back, to, he'd turn and he'd try and do things with it. And he'd try and find me. And even from deep, that doesn't surprise me that he created so many goals for me. The last little thing. So, goal 100. Who was it against? Oh, that was against Everton. Against Everton. Yeah. Was it? You did the robot. I did because I said like I've never done it in club football and like you know I'm saying it like it's a fucking like you know anyone really cares but they, bizarrely they <laughs> bizarrely they do. So um, I said like I've never done it. I did it twice for England, lots of times um, on a dance floor as my friends can. Yeah, I've got, I've got to ask this. But, Ab- Abby, did you know when he did the when he was going to score his hundredth? Did you know he was going to do the robot? Like, were you looking out? for Are it? you joking? Ab didn't know if I was playing. He was wondering where I was. I don't really watch football. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done the robot? <laughs> no, Chris. I have break dances. <laughs> Everyone? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are horrible. Let's I, I sing loud. Let's sing loud. It's a lager and it's a star. Let's sing loud. Let's Abby. Go on, Abby. Wow. That was absolutely brilliant. Wow, well, well done. <laughs> so, Dave, what do we need to do to confirm this for Crouchy? Let's get this weight off his shoulder. Yeah, so we, we've done it. We've done all the clubs. We've done Liverpool. We've done Spurs, Portsmouth. There was some scissor kicks in there. A lot of headed goals. 48 in the Premier League, which is absolutely fantastic. Stoke, the goal against Manchester City was an absolute joke. As we mentioned, Gareth Barry got bullied. You bagged a goal from about 30 yards with, with, with a volley that was just ridiculous. And that's it. The, the last one was the, the, the square, the tapping. That was it. So, Peter Crouch, I can confirm you are still in the 100 Club. There you go. The worst thing is, the worst thing is, like, it it does mean a lot, and I don't know, like, it was in there anyway. (laughs) You have lost one major record, though, this season. What's that? The oldest player in the Premier League to join the 100 club. Yeah, who who nicked that off me? Ronaldo. Some small time player that, you know, know loads of my records have been beat by Ronaldo. You win some, you lose some, you know, Crouchy. It's a great record, Joe. It's a great record. But do you know what, actually? Can let me just... Uh, I've actually got more goals than Ronaldo in the Premier League. Still. Still. Like, he's reached the 100 club. I've got 108. 
So technically, I am better, a better player than Ronaldo in the, <laughs> it, that is, in the Premier League. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun today. You enjoyed it, boys? Absolutely. I've loved every minute of it, honestly, Chris. Okay, we are approaching the end of this pod, but not before one more special performance. Friend of the pod, Joel Stewart has joined us to have a lau. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for, for having me on. Yeah, your it's, it's your journey on this podcast has just been incredible. I mean, you sent a song in to us and then we played it to Prince William. We loved it so much. Do you remember just, it was in that lockdown time and I don't know, like we, we were all quite stuck in. Yeah, like just it was a it was actually a really good song. We were like we weren't expecting it. it. Came from like left field, and similar to the to the Mike Dean song. And um, where did you write it, and and why the Mike Dean tune? Mm. Well, I don't know. Obviously, I'd done the song uh, yeah a couple of years ago now, which like you say, like in that time, it was such a hectic time. The podcast in that moment seemed a bit more than a podcast. It was it was it was the closest you could get to being down the pub with your mates, and uh, and so obviously that song came out as quite a heartfelt message. So uh, when I heard that, you know, Mike Dean was retiring, I just, uh, you know, I felt like a lot of us in the past, including myself, would have said some pretty rash things to Mike while he's, you know, out refereeing. And I, I thought he, de- he, deserved a, he deserved a song to sort of say thank you because I, I think he's, uh, you know, he's added to the entertainment that we've had in the last 15 years. And you, but you count years. Prince William as a fan now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What were your family and your mates saying about Because we played this to him and he... Yeah, like when we played it. that to Prince William, like when you heard it on the pod, like, like how did that make you Well, feel? There, there's definitely some moments that like something happens and you just think like, how, how has this got here? Like right now, stood here next to you, having a chat with you guys. They're just moments that are just madness and... and yeah, like occasionally I'll go, I'll go back and listen to it and just think how like crazy. I think because the world at that point was so manic and hectic, it kind of blended into that. And now if I go back and listen to it, it's just, uh, yeah, it's nuts. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing what that song did for a lot of people listening. It sort of summed up everything I've, I've thought about the podcast, but you managed to do it in song. And then Mike Dean retires <laughs> and you piped up and was like, I'll write a song about Mike Dean. But I, I wasn't, like, I really wasn't expecting something like this. Like, <laughs> with, with Mike Dean, like, me and, we got quite emotional about yeah. it. And I was thinking, like, actually, when you put it like that, like, he's taken so much grief off probably me, off a lot of fans. Uh, but you think, like, when he explained it to us on the pod, like, he's been through, you know, so much to get to the pinnacle really of refereeing and you probably don't see that you know you hear about players journeys but you don't think about the referees journeys and then I think of all the grief I've given him and all the grief that fans have given him and then he retires and you think actually he's been a good ref and he's brought a smile to people's faces and then when you sang the song I was going I'm getting fucking emotional about Mike D. When I sit down to write music I I don't want to stray too far from what like I feel like I do fairly well and and so whenever I sit down to write a song it will always come out with like the most sort of heartfelt, heartfelt nature that you can give something. And, uh, and so when it was about him, it was, uh, I kind of picked my favourite little moments that he'd had, but then made sure that, that it had the, uh, yeah, the emotional side to it too. But I also think we need to balance it though, because let's remember that Mike Dean obviously had a, you know, an amazing career, but before that he did slaughter chickens. Yeah. And yeah. I think we need to <laughs> we remember that. We have mentioned that. it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Like some of the things that the darts and you know, oh, we're, we're like, we're, you, you, like people at Mike Dean slaughters chickens. I saw one at Glastonbury, big, big, um, big uh, flag. Um, Joel, 
you've written a song for Mike Dean. You're yeah. going to perform it for everyone in the building Absolutely. right now. I think it's such a fitting tribute to a guy we've had on the podcast. He was an amazing guest. I know he wants to come on again. And, and I think now he's retired, he'd be a fascinating guest to get on as mm. well. A lot of people have said a lot of nasty things about Mike Dean. But now Mike Dean, the referee, is no more. So let's have somebody to say some beautiful things about Mike Dean. Joel. What a story of a boy From the chicken slaughterhouse To the lights and the noise The FA Cup final And European games Oh Mike never changed Ref them all the same Oh and where will we be Without you on our TV screens The most card friendly we've ever seen It's It's Mike Dean It's Mike Dean Mike Dean Watching you celebrate a goal Like you had scored it (laughs) So enjoy your time Watching Tranmere With a beer by your side Weekends won't feel the same No screaming at you at the game Oh Mike never change My only issue here is that you've set like a precedent now, like Clattenburg's yeah. fuck, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Me and Crouchy and Dave, we've reached out to Mike Dean, obviously. He would love to have been here tonight. Sadly, he can't be, but he has sent this message. Good evening, gents. Sorry I can't be with you this evening, but I have tickets for the Strictly Come Dancing Tour, I'm afraid. 
Uh, Joel, absolutely fantastic song. Can't believe he put it together so quickly. Really is good. Everybody likes it. I don't think one person I know who doesn't like the song. So well done on that. Have a good evening, gents, and hopefully I'll catch up with you next season. Can't be here because he's at the Strictly tour. I think you might see Mike Dean on Strictly. Oh, is it exclusive? Mike Dean is doing Strictly from Clive Tilsley. I I didn't say. (laughs) (laughs) It's not confirmed. So that's it. That's this series. And it took a long time for us to get to the stage where this series could come out. But thank you so much for all your messages that you've been sending in. Thank you so much for getting involved. As always, this podcast is largely defined by your stories and how you want to push it forward. And it, it's been a lot of fun, right? Well, I know, listen, you know, everything tonight has been listener-based. You know, everyone who's come on has emailed in or done a song for us. Joel's sitting right next to me now. He's done a Mike Dean tribute act. I'm sitting in front of a, um, a, a laout by, you know, Simon, who, who designed the can, bizarrely. Um, <laughs> and, and, like, the whole thing has been been incredible again another massive series and we'll be back stronger pretty soon so here's the plan i know last time we said we'll be back soon we vanished for a period of time i can tell you now we're going to be back the 31st of august that said give or take a week probably because i know we'll come to it and crouch will be on holiday or something and then it's be, not even like Jeff Reeves will like, get involved don't ask, and yeah, don't ask me i like i don't make the plans i'll be back 31st of august is that all right Fine, yeah. We've, we've penciled in a date, Crouchy, but what, what actually are you going to do during the break? There might be a little bit of Wayne Lineker involved. I'm going the opposite way, boys. I've been inspired by our chat about the Gooch and the pre-season and, and how different players can do it. And Mbappe does it differently to, to maybe other players. And uh, I'm actually going to get fit as fuck in the next couple of months. And really? I'm going to come back and you guys are going to be like, what the hell is going on there? So my question to you would be, have you got enough people in your phone book that you could point me towards? 100%. And by the time we do the next podcast, I'll be fucking fit. We're talking 20 pancakes per five-a-side game. But do you, do you worry that you've said this now, and then when you come back stronger in August the 31st, and you look exactly the same, <laughs> that you might have shot your mouth off? We'll see. Okay, all right. Anyway, boys, enjoy your summer. Everyone listening, enjoy your summer. And if you have any questions you want to send through... Honestly, it's not going to be that long till we do this again. Anything you think we should be covering, any little stories, any little threads, maybe you're part of a football team that does some fun stuff that you think we should be getting involved in, let us know. We do read every email, and although we can't respond to everyone, we love to see the energy and effort of everyone getting involved with this podcast. And that's what makes this podcast the biggest in the UK, people. Have you enjoyed today, Crouchy? No, I've loved it. Like every single series takes a different turn, um, and we end up like this series, for instance, where we've managed to get a drink together, um, which is incredible. Uh, some of the songs we've seen today are amazing. Uh, I've seen Abby do the robot for the first time. <laughs> wow! Uh, I thought that was incredible. Possibly the last. And, and I thought, uh, yeah, essentially. <laughs> and it was all done on our anniversary. And um, you know, I know she wouldn't have wanted it any other way (laughs) (laughs) okay and dave your first series on the podcast have you enjoyed it oh it's been absolutely cracking i think the 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 big thing is that the fun we have we are having a laugh and world's gone through a mad stage but we're having fun we're going to continue having fun and we're going to get absolutely hench right chris yeah you sound like avram grant right right now it's great what i want to say what i want to finish with is is, you know the the famous chumba wumba lines which is you know we get knocked down 
but we come back up again, you know? Absolutely. And uh, again, which has become a podcast slogan, is that uh, 31st of August, give or take a few days, potentially weeks, we will be back stronger. Well, the final word of this sixth series of the Peter Crouch podcast uh, falls to me. I'm going to try and be serious for a second. It's special. It's unique. The most important thing in any kind of communication, whether you're a commentator, a pundit, or a broadcaster, DJ, is engagement. And this podcast engages with you. You're the most important people in the podcast because you actually write the material. So keep that material coming. Do try to pass the pod if you possibly can. We've got a keg of loud. And later on, Statman Dave's going to do his stand-up routine. I'll sleep well. Make sure you do. (laughs) Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.